Hey y'all, welcome to the Appalachian Overlook, a metaphorical ride up these winding mountain roads where we'll explore topics and questions about what it means to live a good life in Appalachia. My name is Sarah Saavedra and I'll be your host in these conversations airing here on 90.7 WEHC, the voice of Southwest Virginia, and also available as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. In this episode, we'll dive into aligning your actions with your core values. Our values inform every decision we make, but what happens when we feel stuck and miserable? That's a clear sign that it's time to investigate. So join me on this road. We're going to take a look. All right, folks, thanks so much for joining me on today's episode where we're talking about core values and aligning your actions to match those. Have you ever thought about your core values, what they are? Have you taken it a step further than thinking about your values by putting them down on paper? Another list, I know, I know, (laughs) but stay with me. We all have core values, whether we've thought about them or not. They act as our moral compass and what we believe is morally right. But what about when we aren't living like our core values are actually our priority? What do I mean? How do you know if your actions are in alignment with your core values? Well, on this episode, we'll explore how to know if you're prioritizing the things and actions that you value most and how to move towards making those core values your guide to life's biggest decisions. So what are some signs that you might not be aligning your actions with your core values? Well, first of all, let's define core values, right? We all have a set of life experiences that help shape these values. These include familial patterns, social conditioning, and big events in our life, right? Our belief system affirms our core values and often just feels like truth to us. So they seem more like unquestioned convictions. These values are carried both consciously and unconsciously into every priority decision we engage and participate in. So how do we know if we're conscious of a core value that affects our decision making? Well, what if we think we value something very much, but our life doesn't reflect that? So that's where we're at. One example that sticks out to me is general jealousy, right? You know what I mean. When you see someone who has something you want for yourself and you think, well, that must be nice. Maybe it's a strong family bond or financial independence or even free time to pursue a hobby. Whatever it is, if you are getting that feeling of must be nice, it's a clear sign that your life isn't reflective of your values, right? say must be nice about someone's financial or life situation comes from a negative mindset and doesn't take into account what the uh you know the work that that person in question has put in to get the object of your envy so instead of looking at them for inspiration right when you're saying oh well that must be nice when you have that feeling when you're looking at someone else's life Instead of looking at them for inspiration or looking into how you can improve your own situation, this shows that you think it's unattainable for you, right? That negative mindset of, well, that must be nice. That's automatically negative and defeating. So when you have those feelings, remember, avoid comparing yourself to others. You are on your own journey, 
right? And you have no idea what another person is going through. So that attitude is demeaning their individual experience and hard work. Plus it has nothing to do with you. Even if they were handed a silver spoon, right? That like typical stereotype of, well, yeah, that must be nice because look at all the stuff they have. They never had to work for it, whatever. It really has nothing to do with you. And it is not going to further your cause to making sure you're in alignment and getting the things that you want, those core values. So if you feel that feeling a lot, that's a really good sign that maybe your core values aren't aligned. You're not getting the things that you want to have in your life, that you value in your life because your actions aren't moving you towards those. So instead, when we see something that we covet, right, when we're triggered with that sense of unfairness, let's take a look at our core values and align our actions to achieve those things that are important to us. Remember, you can only control yourself and you alone are responsible for creating a good life, which will look different for every person, right? That good life definition varies from person to person because some people value some things over other things and it's not going to look the same for every person. What's important is that what you value is a priority and it affects your actions and behaviors. So when the things you do and the way you behave match your values, that's my definition of a good life. It leads to contentment, confidence in your decisions, self-esteem, and so much more, pride in your work, all sorts of things. So if you value family, but you work 80 hour weeks and you have no time for family, where do you think your internal conflict and stress might be coming from? If you don't value competition, how happy do you think you'll be in a highly competitive sales environment, right? And this is just talking about work situations, but of course we can apply this all over the place in our lives with all sorts of situations. So if, if we really value family, maybe we won't work 80 hours a week. Maybe we'll structure our life in a way where we don't have to do that. And of course, some of these things are out of our control, but we are working towards the things that we value and prioritize the most. And that forward movement is what leads to contentment. It's what leads to happiness and I would argue a good life. So we can see in these examples that identifying and understanding your core values can really help us in our quest for a good life. It's not a perfect life, but it's a life where your efforts and energy will be channeled into what you value the most, which is immensely satisfying. So the first step in defining your values and discovering what should make the top of your priority list is to spend some time asking yourself some questions. Okay, so let's let's start here with these questions. Ask yourself things like, you know, when were the times that I was the happiest? Think about significant moments. What were you doing? Were you with other people? Who? What other factors contributed to your happiness in that situation? Maybe it was a beautiful day outside or maybe you were inside in cozy pajamas and, you know, just really think about it. Think about that situation where you felt the happiest and there's certainly more than one situation, right? Ask yourself those questions. What about significant moments that taught you something important? right? They may be challenges, but there were rewards from these moments. If they were significant to you, they made an impression 
uh, with you. So what, what about those significant moments taught you something important? Also, what made you proud of yourself? And what was the key factor that triggered this pride? You know, was it an award that you received? Well, what was that award for? What were, what work had you done that was recognized for it? Or maybe it was even just something your partner said to you or one of your children or a family member or a friend. Maybe they saw you in a way that was really um, resonated with you, you know, that really stuck with you. So those those things, think about when you were really proud of yourself and what was the key factor that triggered your pride. That's a really good way to pin down some of your values. And when do you feel the most fulfilled or satisfied, right? When you feel that satisfaction, what need or desire was met? How did that experience bring meaning to your life? You know, that feeling of satisfaction. What was it? Was it after your favorite meal with your favorite people? Was it after you finished a big project at work um, and you were done? Was it, you know, there's so many... Uh, situations and everyone feels different about them everyone gets fulfillment and satisfaction from different things so identifying what those things were for you will help you really uh, narrow down what your core values are what things are most important to you I really liked working through questions like this in my journal so just really keep in mind that this isn't an exercise to come into like an hour session, right? Like you're cramming homework or studying for a test. There is no rush and there are no right or wrong answers. These are your answers. So as you go through these questions, take your time. Notice how you feel in your body as you're meditating on these answers, right? Like when you recall a memory of a time you were really proud, where do you feel that in your body? Maybe your chest gets warm and feels tingly, you know. Maybe you sit up a little straighter while you're thinking about it. These are really good keys and clues to tell you what values you really prioritize the most. So let's think about these questions. I'll post them over on the Appalachian Overlooks Facebook page um, so that you can kind of have a reference for them and also in the podcast notes. But go ahead and take a look at these questions. Work through them one at a time. Really set an intention uh, and a time where you can kind of go through these slowly and really consider them. So while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and play a, a song from my playlist. So this is Wale, and it is a song that's in the tradition of like the DC Go-Go era, right? Which refers to the early 90s, late 80s, the club names of DC. They were called Go-Go Clubs. And the music, it's really kind of, you know, the history is fascinating if you just really look at the music that was created specifically for these clubs. It's really fun. It's easy to dance to. It's a little soul, a little funk, a little hip-hop here. You've got high school band drum kind of sounds and whistles and um, some really great repetitive melodies. So this song is Wale. It's called More Love. It features Boys to Men, which of course we love and cherish and are very nostalgic for. Uh, they're still singing. And I just really love this song because it does talk a little bit about, you know, that must see or must be nice, you know, kind of thing. And the tagline here is, I love me, baby, you should love you more. So as we're going through our life and we're trying to get our core values aligned, sometimes people are going to look side-eyed at us and they're going to say, hey, well, that must be nice when they don't, 
you know, consider all of the things that you've done to get to the place that you are, all the hard work that it takes, all the self-discipline that it takes to get to some of these, you know, good life things that we're striving after. So while people are side-eyeing you, just remember, I love me, baby, you should love you more. Love is on your side. Let your heart be your guide. Give another try. Because love is on your side. I love me, baby, you should love you more. I love me, baby, you should love you more. I love me, baby, you should love you more. Storm more when your skin dark. I be loved by the women I be pissing off. I'm in lust with the money, but at what cost? If you got a full safe, but the mirror gone. As a kid, they was trying to get me rid of love. Looking back on my past, I was really numb. I be really going through a little syndrome. Caught imposter, but y'all wouldn't get it though. I need someone. I trust nothing. Police hate me. My girl done me. I got a couple of them, but my heart empty. They tried to tell me, but recently. It been hard for me, I've been isolated, I've been hard to reach, I'm at war with me, I just want some peace. Please, I love me, baby, you should love you more. I love me, baby, you should love you more. I love me, baby, you should love you more. I love me, baby, you should love you more. I love me, baby, you should love you more. I love me, baby, you should love you more. Look, never won a Grammy, I'm a sinister I be doing interviews, don't be in the mood I be doing press, then look at my reviews Then look at my successes, I can question who's who They tell me I be rude, or maybe I'm aloof I'm really at my best when I be drunk and I be cold My fans say you stressing, they ain't stressing over you You just another nigga who can dress and keep a tune So I need someone, I trust nothing Yeah, my phone's dry, Charles calling Yeah, I hate the way, I hate the way they hate on me But, that's what they saying to me, yeah Optimism, it can get exhausting Nothing be sweet when your sugar be salty I look up and love her, she looked down and told me But I gotta leave I love me, baby, you should love you more I love me, baby, you should love you more I love me, baby, you should love you more I love me, baby, you should love you more I love me, baby, you should love you more I love me, baby, you should love you more great song I just love it so catchy so that was Wale and that was his song more love and love is on your side it featured boys to men we talked a little bit about the history of DC go-go music so yeah love that that one's on my playlist on repeat this week so we're talking about core values and how to find out what yours are and and see if your priorities the things you're spending your time on in your life are aligning with those values so we 
went through a list of questions to kind of ask yourself, reflect on, meditate on, journal about. So when you've answered these questions and reflected on the experiences you value the most and identified why they are truly important and memorable to you, try to find one word to sum it up into a value, right? We're going to think about it. We're going to feel it in our body. We're going to see how it it really resonates with us. And then we're going to try to sum up that experience into a value, into a one word value. So while you're going through this process, don't only focus on the positive, right? We, We talked about when we felt the most proud, but we also talked about challenges and things that we learned from them and how they made us feel. The negative can also inform us, right? So investigate your negative core values as well, the things that are keeping you back. As you investigate what your core values are, you're being honest with yourself, right? You're not just saying family, even though you might work 80 hours a week and never see your family. So really look at that. Then that means maybe your negative core value is, you know, workaholism. Maybe it's perfection. Those might be negative core values that you want to work on. So perhaps you're getting stuck because deep down you have a negative belief. Maybe those negative beliefs are people are powerless to change their fate or personal situations. Maybe a negative uh, core value that you have is that you don't deserve good things or good relationships. Maybe it's that people are fundamentally untrustworthy. Whatever it is, also look at those negative things, right? This process isn't just about uh, optimism and positivity to our detriment. It's really about getting down to investigating all of those core values that are affecting our lives, whether we know it or not, right? We're just paying attention to them right now. I really liked this idea from the book, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Right, so imagine you're an alien, she says. Uh, This is a prompt that she has in her book. Imagine you're an alien inhabiting your own body, right? You're an alien from a different world and you've landed in your body. As the alien, act like the alien, right? Think, what is this person obviously awesome at? What do they have the most fun doing? What connections do they have? what resources and opportunities are available to them. And that was uh, Jen Sincero's questions. But I would add, what is the most important thing to this person? What do they spend their time on? This is just a really great exercise because you know, you're just kind of taking an outside view, you're coming out of your body, you're kind of looking inside and from an an objective point of view, right? Like if someone totally foreign, someone you never knew, an alien, whatever, you know, makes sense to you in this exercise is looking in at your life, what would be the answers to some of these questions, right? If your time isn't aligned with what makes you the happiest, right? If what you spend most of your time doing isn't what makes you the happiest, if it doesn't match what's the most important thing to you, that's where the work begins. So we talked about taking all of these answers, right, to these questions, this investigation that we're doing and trying to sum up these experiences when we felt the most happy, 
when we felt the proudest, when uh, what we're using our time to do versus what is most important to us. So as we go through these exercises, we want to try to summarize these things into one word. So here are some examples of core values. Uh, there's so many of them, right? Everybody is so different. Some things feel really important and some things we just don't really care about, right? Some people could care less if they're on time. Some people could care less if they have, you know, home cooked meals every night. These are values that are important to you. So think about these. Uh, let's look at this list. We've got accountability, achievement, ambition, balance, belonging, boldness, calmness, challenge, community, compassion, consistency, collaboration, creativity, curiosity, diligence, diversity, effectiveness, excitement, family, faith, focus, freedom, financial freedom, fun, generosity, health, health and wellness, honesty, independence, reliability, self-reliance, simplicity, thankfulness, right? Gratitude, truthfulness, honesty. So those are just a quick list. Um, of course, there are millions, right? You can just use any word that really sticks out to you as something that is important to you, something that you feel in your core as you go through these exercises and answer some of these questions for yourself. What of those words or words you come up with what feels like so important to you that you wouldn't you wouldn't want to give it up that that's the thing that you want to strive for so write down the values that have revealed themselves to you through this process maybe you identify philanthropy community and generosity right so maybe you take those three things that you've identified that can be summed up as service to others right as a top value as you narrow these down to your top 10 which is really difficult. I'll tell you guys, I was, I've gone through this process. I had like 13 and I was just unwilling to let go of those last three, but try to whittle those down to your top 10. Take 15 minutes each day to ask, right? After you've identified those top 10s, ask yourself, which of these values come naturally to me? Which values are difficult and hard, but, and why? Why are they difficult and hard for you? Are there any values I need to adjust or change, right? We are continually changing. There is nothing in this world that we can count on except for change. And so your values will likely need to adjust and change over time. What values drive my behavior, right? Like honesty, maybe that drives your behavior. Maybe you're honest to a fault and you have kindness as one of your values too. And you need to learn how to adjust and reconcile the two of them. What values drive positive relationships in your life and which values drive well-being and good health, right? So do these values make you feel good? Do your values represent things that you would support whether someone else supported them or not, right? In your own individual life, what feels good and like something you want to support. So here's a personal example for you. We'll end this episode with this. When COVID hit the nation, right, we all had a mandatory timeout. That's why this is a really good topic uh, for the moment. And many of us use this time, right, to reevaluate our values and our priorities. 
this was definitely the case for me. So like many millions of people, I lost my job not long after being laid off at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was forced to take a hard look at my values so that I could decide what my next steps were. I had job offers that would require a move. I had opportunities that seemed interesting, but ultimately they just, in my gut, I knew they weren't right for me. And my values dictated those decisions for myself. I chose to work for myself using the alien exercise to pin down, right? What am I awesome at? When do I feel the happiest? When am I most proud of myself? And what sets my heart on fire? That's an extra question I just added in there. But those were things that were really important to me to investigate as I decided like, what am I doing? What's my next career step? So the answers to these questions for me turned out to also be my values. And as you go through this kind of thing, you'll find the same for yourself. So my values were organization, strategy, problem solving, uh, community, it was really important to me, creativity, family, freedom of time and schedule flexibility, uh, generosity and volunteerism, health and well-being, financial stability and vitality, and truth authenticity. Those were kind of my top values and priorities. So for me, it was obvious that working at a traditional office job nine to five would not serve my values of time with family, time flexibility, or generosity and service of others, right? Like uh, it's just impossible to volunteer when I was working nine to five weekends and evenings as an event coordinator, you know, but the other top values of financial stability and community right? So I knew I had to get a job that would bring me closer to these values at the same time. So identifying my values also helped me identify my strengths. What am I obviously awesome at, right? That alien exercise. It may seem like a total 180 degree turn to go from an events coordinator to a website designer, right? Which is my current profession. So but it, for me, it was the perfect fit, right? They were similar to me. The things that I loved were the, were the same for both. I had the skills, but more importantly, I had the passion for problem solving, service to others, and community. That's what I loved about community events. But it's also what I love about strategizing with small businesses to help them succeed and thrive, right? So the organization, the strategy and problem solving, the creativity, community, those were things that I can still put to use, or not just put to use, but also feel good about, feel proud about. Those are the things I loved about my previous job and they're also the things I still love about this job. Even though it seems like a totally different job, I've identified the things that really make sense to me that I really value the most and they're a priority in my life, including in work. And you know, my value of family and financial stability and organization and health and well-being are a match made in heaven when I'm menu planning, right, for the week for my family dinners, that we spend quality time together, we're eating quality food together, saving money by having, you know, not eating out, by eating in. And so as you start to look at those values, they inform everything, not just your profession, not just what you're good at, but also what you do in your life, the organization maybe that you have to structure around your life to make sure that your values happen that there the actions are matching what you value the things that you spend time on 
really match and help help you succeed in, in accomplishing those values. So to sum up here just real quick, you know that I know that was a lot and this is a big um, exercise to go through and it's not going to be quick and it's you're going to do it over and over again many times in your life if you're really paying attention to to aligning your actions with your core values but identifying your personal values shows you who you are and who you want to be use them use them as a guide to make the next right choice right do the next right thing they can be a strong guiding force to point you in the right direction or to shift your priorities to get you one step closer to living a more authentically true life for yourself. So thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Appalachian Overlook. I really love just talking through some of these things that I, I find that have helped me and my journey. I love to hear from you and what's helped you, you know, really align your core values. Sometimes we have, you know, big things like job loss that uh, make us have to relook, but sometimes it's just a general unhappiness with our life. We're generally unhappy with couple of core things that are just taking over our life and we need to stop, breathe, re-examine, and switch gears. And so I hope that if that's you, that this has helped and you will go forward and find out what makes you tick and how to go after what makes you happy. I'll see you next time on the Appalachian Overlook.